0: God. We're pressing on or we're pressing forward.
1: Matthew 11 2-11 Now when John heard in prison about the deeds of the Christ, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? And Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight and the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them, and blessed is the one who is not offended by me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds concerning John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing? Behold, those who wear soft clothing are in kings' houses.
0: What did you go out to see? And yet I tell you, that the one who is least in the kingdom is even greater than John. John the Baptist, the forerunner of Christ. It was he who came in the spirit of Elijah. 11th chapter of Matthew, the second verse says now. It's important to note that now now. When John heard, where was he? He was now in prison and there in prison he heard about the deeds of Christ and he sent word by his disciples and said to Jesus are you the one who is to come or shall we look for another? Our God is a very patient God, is he not? And I'm so thankful that he is so patient. For had he come much earlier, I possibly would not have responded by then to the grace extended towards me. And the loved ones that you and I are praying for, had he returned last month, last week, they are yet to respond to his love and to his extended grace. He extends grace and he is patient. He's patient to us, time extended to us is never wasted, and Christmas, uh, yes as I stated, is not calling us to go back and camp out in the manger. But it puts us in remembrance of how faithful our God is. I said Christmas puts us in remembrance that God keeps his word. Yes, he does. 400 years I shared had elapsed before the voice of one John came crying in the wilderness. God kept his promise. A child was born, a son was given. The government is upon his shoulder. His name is still wonderful. Counselor, mighty God, Father everlasting. He is the God of Shalom. And he went all the way to Calvary. Yes, he did, just for you and just for me. The Old Testament recorded not a bone in his body would be broken but he would be wounded for your and my transgression. He would be bruised for our iniquities and the price for our redemption would be placed upon him and by his stripes. We can proclaim the healing, brothers and sisters. I say that these memorable cycles that we have year after year ought to cause us, ought to catapult us into the next event that is on God's calendar. And that is the return of Jesus Christ, who is coming as King of kings and Lord of lords, who's coming to reign, who's coming to judge, who's coming as the mighty warrior that he rightfully is. He is a consuming fire, but the grace and his love extends to us. John was in no different a setting. He came not only sounding like the prophets of old, but he came looking in his attire like the prophets of old. It was John who confronted the king, Herod, and who told him that the way he is living is contrary to the things of God. Now many in society may find it quite all right, but John, as a herald of good news, as a prophet of God, was declaring what the word has clearly stated. John refused to stay quiet to the point to which he was put to death. It's in Luke's Gospel, the third chapter in the 90 through the 20th verses. It says, But Herod the Tetrarch, who had been reproved by John for Herodias, his brother's wife, and for all the evil things that Herod had done, added this to them all. He now locked John up. When we choose to say what God would have us to say, Society is not going to treat us well. Scripture tells us that we will be hated by the world. The world preferred the darkness rather than the light. Adultery was a problem then, as it is a problem still today. It doesn't make it right by the compromise or the failures of any of us. John was not saying it's wrong because he may be living such a christine life. But John was saying it's wrong because the Word says it's wrong. Can you think of things today that the Word says is wrong, but our society is saying it's all right. It's all right. And to go against what society is saying is to be ostracized. To go against what society is saying is to be blackballed. To go against what society is saying is to be cast aside and to be dropped and all the other negative things that they are presently doing and the worst that is to come. Jesus told us it will come. John refused to tell the lie and he was now in prison. Being in prison. For standing up for what saith the word. It seemed that it was an unjust place to be. It's not difficult for us to sympathize with John in prison. You see, he was a man of the desert. He was a man who had the vast desert, did not allow himself to be confined into four-wall buildings. a tent and now he is in a square possibly confined environment he was an active man with a divine mandate to preach the gospel to preach the word now he was silenced no longer has an audience he had an announcement john was warning the people to prepare themselves the judgment of God is coming now it appears that that judgment is going to be further delayed for this Jesus whom John recognized initially as the very Son of God was not going to bring about the kingdom as so many had expected and anticipated at that time so John Being in prison and yet not being released. Jesus not doing anything seemingly outwardly that would foster his release. John, like any of us would, became concerned and doubt crept in, possibly flooding his heart. But I love the fact that in light of doubt, John sent word to Jesus. Today, doubt will come. To you and to me, but aren't you thankful that you don't have to send word to any man? You and I can pick up the scriptures and allow ourselves to be reminded of what said the word of God. John sent word to Jesus, and Jesus just reminded him of what the scriptures had already foretold there in the Old Testament. Yes, there in Isaiah. He reminded John of the Old Testament prophecies about the works of Messiah. Ah, bless the name of the Lord. Isaiah 29 verses 18 and 19. In that day, the deaf, shall hear the word of a book, and out of their gloom and darkness the eyes of the blind shall see. And the meek shall obtain fresh joy in the Lord. The poor among mankind shall exult in the Holy One of Israel. Isaiah 35, verses 4 and 6 that went on. It says, Say to those who have an anxious heart, Be strong and fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with recompense of God. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be open and the ear of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap like a deer and the town of the mute sing for joy. For waters break forth the wilderness and streams in the desert. John was put in remembrance of what said the word, of what said the word, and we did not hear another peek if you would, out of John, for John rested in the confidence of the word. We're reminding all that Jesus is coming again, and in as much as He may prolong what we would call a prolonging of that time is not for us to grow faint-hearted, but it is for us to stay in the Word. It is for us to continue praying for one more soul, for one more that will come in. I like what Jesus said as we got further in before closing this afternoon, as Jesus began to speak to the crowd after sending or after allowing those who came bearing John the Baptist's message Jesus said to the crowd concerning John what did you go out into the wilderness to see what now we were not there in person but what do we go out to see he said A reed that is shaken by the wind, a weakling. What did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing? Behold, those who wear soft clothing are in king's houses. Today, I wonder if one of the things that is hindering us from being the herald of good news it's because we have become, become weak to some degree, and we have become a people comfortable in soft garments. What did you go out to see? Jesus went on to say, A prophet? And he answered, Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet is John, for this is he of whom it is written. Behold, I send my messenger before your face who will prepare your way before you. Truly, I say to you, among those born of women there has risen no one greater than John the Baptist. And yet, one who is the least, hear it, in the kingdom, in the kingdom, the least in the kingdom of heaven, is considered greater than he. My sisters and brothers, in this season of Advent, what have we come out to see? What are many going to come out in search of? What will they hear and what will they see? It is you and I whom God has called and established to be a herald of good news. Our God is yet merciful. And if we would repent, He will work with us. If we would repent, I said, if we would repent, thank you, Lord. He calls us to repentance. Blessed be your name, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your name, Lord Jesus. John, his ministry marked the climax of both the law. And the prophets. John' ministry was to prepare the nation for Jesus and to present Jesus to the nation. I close this afternoon by reminding us that our task is no different. We're called to prepare and we're called to present. We prepare people by reminding them of what they ought to be looking for. And if Christmas is hopeful and joyous. And Easter is exciting and glorious. Well let's look towards. Hallelujah. His return. Let's look towards the kingdom coming. And the will being done on earth. Like John. Let us prepare our loved ones. Let us prepare our loved ones we so often get upset with them our children when they're not towing the line. The enemy is a liar. Kay? He knows once we are upset, good loved ones, we can't pray as God would have us to pray. Let us be here by the aid of the Holy Spirit, by praying for and speaking to those that God bring into our sphere of influence. Let us be here by John, the nation, by touching those that we can for Jesus. And let us present Jesus to such a people. God is faithful. He calls us. He calls you. Faithful is he who has called. And faithful is he who will complete his call. Amen.